Well, hello out there, my friends. I hope these uh, words find you in a good place, having a good day, a good morning, afternoon, evening, lunch break. I don't know. I don't know what time you listen to me talk to people and uh, share poems about them. But if that's something that you do, thank you for doing that. It's kind of you, I suppose. I mean, that sort of makes it sound like you're having sympathy on me. And I would hope that there's some quality in this work beyond that. But I don't know. I'm, uh, I guess I'm just the person making it for fun. And it does feel like a pretty insane privilege to be able to sit with people and hear their stories and then write poems about them, which is what I've been doing. And uh, if you've listened to any of the previous episodes, then you would know that. If this is the first one you're listening to, it's kind of a weird time to jump in because I'm actually going to mix up that formula. In some ways, I'm kind of taking a pause on uh, what I think would be kind of halfway through season one. I mean, what do seasons mean with podcasts? I don't know. I, I kind of break them up into seasons, but it's just a way to give me a break when I want one. But this is this is kind of halfway through what I'm considering season one. Uh, I've done six episodes so far that I've released, and I've actually got a, a few more ready to release, but I'm taking a pause for a couple of reasons. Um, basically, I've split in half uh, this season uh, because I'm actually going to be putting together all of these poems uh, and, uh, and coming out with a little book uh, early next year, which is really exciting. And that book is going to have uh, the, the pictures of the people I've interviewed, uh, the poem I've written for each person and kind of a quote or two from each person. And uh, it's kind of going to be like a coffee table style book, which I'm pretty excited about. But I've got so much stuff going on at the moment. And I'm actually just about to uh, begin releasing another podcast, which... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, you know, I'm already too deep. I, I do this one and I do another podcast called Inhabit with my friend Benj Gould. So I thought, why not just add a third one into the mix? And I am really excited about that one, but I kind of wanted to give a little bit of clean air for it. So basically what I thought I would do is I would pause kind of halfway through the first season of this podcast, uh, give a little bit of space for people who may be interested in listening to that other one, which I'll tell you about in a moment. And then once that has kind of finished its first season, uh, I'll kind of begin dropping Poetic Beings episodes again. I mean, that is the plan, but you know what? I could change that plan if I want to. If I want to drop one of my episodes next week, I can do that. But it's that time of year, you know, things are getting busy. Uh, I'm sure you have uh, not listened to all of these episodes. Surely no one's done that. So, you know, if you need some, you need more of a fix, then go back and have a listen. Uh, The episodes so far, like, you know, a beautiful diversity of people. The first episode I released was with Ben Pierce, who, uh, with Tiana, his partner, they uh, kind of re-established this Savoy, this incredible venue in Long Jetty. I love that interview, and I think that's probably one of my favorite poems I've written in this little series of interviews and poems. Um, But then you go back, you can listen to my interview with Lou Savaleski. What a beautiful human founder of Nala Music and uh, just was a, a pleasure to chat to her about the music industry and mental health and kind of, you know, finding happiness where you are. Uh, then I spoke to Olivia Wolf, who is this uni student, writer, extraordinary human, um, who I've had the pleasure of doing a bunch of work with this year as well. And we spoke, uh, yeah, about writing and social justice. And uh, again, you know, I could listen to her for ages then I spoke to Anne-Marie Heath, who runs the Art House in Wyong, this kind of ambitious venue in many ways in kind of an odd location. And yet I love 
Emery's passion, not just for the art house, but for artists and for the creative scene on the on the coast more broadly. That was a great interview as well. And then I spoke with my friend Phil Palace and uh, got really really great feedback from that episode actually it's the most listened to episode and I think it makes sense if you've listened to it because Phil is such a great storyteller and his story uh, of his social work placement in Alice Springs that kind of totally um, changed his sense of community and relationships and um, his I guess connection with indigenous culture as uh, a non-indigenous Australian by heritage you know it's just a really powerful story um, so if you haven't listened to that, if you're one of the few people that have listened to the other episodes but not that one, go and listen to that. And then most recently, the, the last episode was with Christy Fox. And Christy is one of the three women behind She The Change. I think these women are incredible. I absolutely love the work they do. We're running some events together soon, which I will tell you about in a moment. Uh, but basically, we spoke about um, finding your lightning bolt emoji, which is... Uh, something that Christy kind of spoke about and then I ended up using my first emoji in a poem ever. But I've just had such a pleasure interviewing these humans and there are more interviews I've done that are kind of in the bag, ready to go and I'm working on the poems for some of those as we speak and I'm kind of lining up a few more interviews to wrap up, yeah, what I'm thinking of as season one of this series. Um, but like I said, I'm going to basically take a little pause, give you a chance to... Uh, Go and do other things than listen to me or go and listen to me on another podcast if you want. But I have some super exciting stuff coming up. I thought I would just give you an opportunity to hear about if you're interested. If you're interested enough to hit play on my podcast, then you know I can pretty much tell you whatever I want, right? This should be how it works. Um, and if you weren't interested, you probably didn't press play in the first place. So there's no one I should be apologizing to. Feels weird, like talking to myself here. Normally, there's somebody I'm interviewing, but it's just just me right now, and it feels like a lot of talking. But I am going to give you a poem at the end of this, so don't fear. If you're just here for the poem, there will still be a poem, and now you have a reason to stick around. But first, I want to quickly tell you about the podcast I'm about to launch, and then about a series of events called Speak Up Poetic Justice, and then I'll hit you with a poem. So the podcast that is about to launch is super exciting for me because it's basically a podcast uh, about what it means to be a man in the 21st century and in a world where we are so familiar now with ideas of toxic masculinity and men who have abused their positions of power and and so many women who have suffered um, under the the oppression of the patriarchy, I guess, and also the fact that men have suffered from that as well, being kind of squeezed into these, you know, gender norms and gender roles that don't really fit everybody. And so I've been able to be a part of creating a project with the Central Coast Council actually speaking into some of that and, and really trying to take an approach, you know, a proactive approach, kind of asking the question, well, rather than just telling men what not to be, what would it look like to create a better story and a, a new vision for manhood in the future? So I've had the privilege of interviewing a range of really incredible men from different fields, different life experiences about what it means to be a man from, from where they sit and how they see it. And, you know, it's amazing. There's like this real diversity as well as some really common threads that kind of uh, go throughout it. So that podcast is called Mankind. And it has a semicolon in the middle uh, because it's kind of this idea 
bit of a poet's name, right? But, you know, a semicolon is like two related but distinct ideas. And I kind of wonder, like, could man and kind be these ideas that when you think about man, you think about kind and they feel like they're connected. They feel like they're related uh, where you'd put a semicolon in the middle. So that's a little bit of the story behind that. That podcast is coming out on the 22nd of November. So just a couple weeks away. And uh, there's so many cool people that have been involved in that. There's going to be a, a video trailer and there's going to, there's a whole bunch of artwork that's been done by Grant Maloney and uh, it's just going to be great. So I will actually pop a trailer for that podcast, maybe an, a snippet from one of the episodes on this podcast stream. But if you want to subscribe to that after the 22nd of November, go and look up Mankind with a semicolon in the middle. The events that I'm going to be running over the next few weeks are very exciting and they kind of tie into this as well. Basically, everything I'm doing at the moment is this mashup of uh, spoken word with, you know, kind of issues of, of justice and, and fairness and asking questions about how we could do these things better, you know, community and, and gender and, you know, how we relate to each other and all of that. Uh, that's kind of what I'm about, right? Helping people connect and helping people create and doing those things together. And I feel super lucky that I get to do that in a whole range of exciting ways, including these events coming up. Now, they are called Speak Up Poetic Justice. Some of you would be familiar with Speak Up. Uh, I have been running this spoken word night on the Central Coast for about four years, and it's kind of evolved and been in a few different shapes over that time. Uh, but at the moment, the shape that it's taking is in this series of events called Speak Up Poetic Justice. And basically, over the next few weeks, we're going to be doing three workshops that kind of look at a particular justice theme and then walk participants through writing some sort of spoken word piece or some sort of poem or whatever you want to write that is a response to listening to and, and looking at that issue. So super excited this Friday, the 8th of November from 3 till 6 p.m. at the Art House, we have Amplifying Indigenous Voices and that workshop is going to be with Rob Waters and uh, Olivia Wolf. And um, Rob is a Gumaroy man and just a beautiful poet and storyteller. And um, he is particularly going to be leading that workshop and then Liv's going to be there to help people write as well. Um, but that's at the Art House Wyong and it is free. So I do encourage you, get along to that, be a part of that conversation. Then next Thursday night, the 14th of November at Mumbo Jumbo's in Terrigal, we are doing a workshop called Equality On and Off the Mic. And that workshop is really a little bit more linked in with the podcast I was just mentioning. That is about, you know, asking questions around gender norms and gender stereotypes. And more than that, like, you know, asking how many opportunities do people either gain or miss out on based on factors that are either beyond their control or that, you know, they feel kind of really wedged into uh, a shape by society that doesn't fit them. And that, that kind of can be expressed in a range of different ways. My friend Jack Berry is going to come along and, and share about being non-binary and, and that experience. But, you know, it's also an opportunity for men who might feel like, well, I am, I am kind of, a, a stereotypical man for better or worse that's who I am so how do I be part of this conversation in a healthy way 
Um, I don't know if that's if that's how you feel, but I imagine that there are some people that feel a bit uncomfortable because they're like, well, the old things kind of that's just how I, you know, naturally feel, and I don't want that person to feel like they don't have a voice at the table. If that makes sense, so really, this night is about, you know, come as you are, and let's see each other as we are in our diversity. Let's also see what we have in common. You know, let's grow a bit more empathy for each other and let's write some dang poetry about it. So that's going to be a great night. That one does have a bit of a ticket cost. Uh, it's 30 bucks, uh, but it does include canapes and there'll be heaps, heaps of food. It'll be really delicious. And uh, that will be run by myself, Olivia Wolf, and my friends, She the Change, which is going to be amazing. Then the 22nd of November, this is kind of the big date to remember. The third and final workshop is during the day. And then we have the finale event in the evening. And both of these are featuring Joel McCaro, amazing spoken word artist who I am, uh, flying up from Melbourne. He's a good friend of mine. He's also uh, one of the best poets in Australia. And, uh, and he is currently just launching or getting ready to launch a brand new book called Woven, uh, a spirituality for the dissatisfied, I think is the subtitle. And that looks amazing. But Joel is, uh, amongst many things, he is uh, the artist ambassador for a crew called Tear Australia. And he kind of does this whole thing, mashing up poetry with issues of justice and, you know, writes words that are about the future and what it could look like and, and what, you know, what it looks like for us to become the kind of people that create the kind of future we want. So Joel's going to be doing a workshop at the Art House from 12 till 3 p.m. called A Climate for Change, Words for Tomorrow. And that's really going to be looking at, you know, these huge issues we have around sustainability and the planet we live on and how we use our resources and, you know, what an amazing opportunity to come together and write poetry that kind of thinks about those huge issues. So then we've got those, those three workshops are kind of all leading towards this final event, 22nd of November, uh, Friday night from 7 till 10 p.m. basically at the Art House in Wyong. It's called Speak Up Poetic Justice. Uh, there's going to be uh, live art by Grant Maloney, an amazing feature set from Joel McCaro, lots of local poets and friends of mine performing. I'll be emceeing the night. Uh, there's going to be a fair fashion expo from She The Change. There's going to be a pop-up bar. It's just going to be a super cool night, live music. Like, honestly, I can't tell you how cool it is going to be. I've run a few events like this over the last couple of years, but this one is going to be, uh, I think, the biggest and best one yet. And it's all about that mashup, again, between creativity and kind of justice, the things that matter most, life as it should be. So it's going to be fun. We're kind of going to have a, a party for, you know, for people and the earth and, you know, kind of standing up for things that matter while being creative and celebrating art and poetry and music. It's all my favorite things, basically. So I'm pretty psyched for that. If you want to find out more about any of those events, even though I just ranted pretty um, in great detail about them, you can just go to leadbystory.com.au slash speak up. That's where you can get your tickets. That's where you can, you know, read more about those artists and, and see who's running those workshops and all of that. These events have been sponsored uh, or proudly supported by the Central Coast Council, uh, massively appreciative of the council's support of this through a grant. 
and um, you know the council's doing some cool stuff. I have to I have to say I'm I'm pretty uh, from where I sit, you know, impressed at the council's investment in culture and the arts and things like this. So uh, shout out to to the Central Coast Council. Well, I think it's probably time for a poem. I've had a pretty good rant, and if you've still managed to to stay with me to this point, thank you again. And I do want to let you know that there will be more Poetic Beings episodes coming very shortly. But like I said, I want to kind of give a bit of room to breathe for the Mankind podcast, and then I'll start launching episodes of this again in, uh, you know, probably December, January kind of time. And then there'll be a book, and I'll do another little rant like this and tell you where you can come and get that book and hang out and all of that, which will be great. So... In light of these poetic justice ramblings and in light of uh, launching a podcast about gender and stereotypes and what masculinity looks like, this is a poem about hair. It may sound superficial, but there's more to the story. These strands of thread are tied to the thoughts we think as we try to categorise each other. And the maker of all knows all by number. This poem was born for my firstborn Bubba. When he first entered the world, he had glorious, thick, dark hair like his mother. And she said, let's not cut it until at least two years old. Let it be wild, like the heart of our child. And so it grew, and it said something about being free. But the boxes come early, and things must fit. We must see this world through the lenses we get. So as my boy made his way through the world looking free, people began to say, wow, isn't she a beautiful daughter you have? And I, fresh dad, traipsed through mental mazes as I heard their comments, saw their gazes, thought to myself, this is son, not daughter, boy, not girl. Why are we so quick to divide up the world over arbitrary factors like the length of the curls? And I felt a little discomfort over the confusion but I felt a little more discomfort over my internal response. Like if I'm so quick to get upset when these mistakes are made, am I just feeding into this system of simplistic division? And so I decided, I want to be wild. I want to be free. So rather than boy just bearing the image of me, it is I who would like to become more like he. So out grew the locks, up went the man bun, wild and wavy like father, like son. A small act of saying to the children I parent that though our external differences may be most apparent, the length of your hair or the colour of your skin or the clothes that you wear or your favourite things, these do not change the deep stuff we carry within. We are all bundles of the same deep stuff within. So this is a poem about hair, but it's also about being wild and free. Whether you rock dreadlocks, a man bun, a mullet or fade. Whether your hair is blonde, brunette, hot pink, ranger or grey. May it just be one of the ways that you say. The way that I am is the way I'm okay. Whether you are he, she or don't fit either so cleanly. May you learn to know who you are and love yourself freely.